1: Good morning, everyone. It's time for our AM Minnesota program. I was initially going to head over to Morristown today, but it did not work out. And these gentlemen that are sitting around the table there at the City Hall are going to be talking about, well, you might recall a few years back for a number of years in a row, they had the uh, Cannon Valley Players, they're all male cast plays. Well, they're going to come back with one. (laughs) All is well in Roswell. We've got several gentlemen that we'll be visiting with here shortly, but first of all, I wanted to get the word out that the annual Faribault Elks Lodge Youth Ice Fishing Contest is not going to happen tomorrow on French Lake. Unfortunately, this is a weather-permitting event, and weather's not going to permit it. French Lake, no youth ice fishing contest tomorrow. And that's a bummer, right? It's always a lot of fun, but, you know, it's conducive to the weather. And it's just not working out. So, who's got the phone right at the moment over there in Morristown? This is Tim Dale, Gordy. Tim, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. I'm staying warm inside the beautiful Morristown Community Center. Yeah, isn't that nice? It is. Yeah, very nice facility. Of course, that is where the play is going to be staged, right? That is
2: correct. The play is going to be Friday, March 3rd at 7 p.m. And Saturday, we have two shows, March 4th, 3 p.m. and 7 p.m.
1: That's next weekend. That is correct. Next weekend. Just want to note that that's the first weekend in March, which I think has been kind of your traditional weekend, hasn't it?
2: It's been always right around that time.
1: Yeah, the all-male cast play, Cannon Valley Players, I think is what you called yourselves, is this... Resurrecting that or are you calling it something else?
2: No, it is Cannon Valley Players. We've been Cannon Valley players for quite some time.
1: Awesome. So let's see, I got Mark, David, Dan Morris, I got Chuck Larson, I got Cliff Anderson, I got Kurt Spitzack all there. So who wants to That's tell me, who wants to tell me uh how you guys got back together? Because it's been what, a couple years now since you did this?
2: We only took a break during COVID. We couldn't obviously have it during the, the great COVID outbreak. So that was we were only off for one year, and we're oh, we're okay. back at it with Allswell and Roswell, isn't it?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to Roswell. Have you been to Roswell? I have not, thankfully. But uh, maybe I'll get abducted someday, and I'll end up there. Yeah, I might have driven by there once or something. I seem to recall the sign or something, but I never stopped to see the Martians.
2: Well, maybe someday, Gordy. We can all hope.
1: Yeah. They got a museum or something there, don't they? Dedicated. I do believe they do. Yeah. All right. So you guys never really took any time off other than COVID, you're saying?
2: That is correct. Yeah. We've been here ever since. Uh, the, whole, the whole point of this uh, shenanigans that we do is to provide the community with a little bit of support. So basically everything we take in goes back out to the community whether it be uh, donations to Sunday schools or local after prom parties or the American Legion you name it we, we put the money right back out in the community so that's why we encourage people to come out and see us make fools of ourselves so that we can get a little bit more money out to the community.
1: Well and you usually typically pick uh, plays that have a lot of ladies in it right because a lot of guy, a lot of ladies with mustaches and hairy legs are kind of humorous. It, that's Generally, why
2: people show up is to see us uh, to see us look like that. And there is, there's quite a few ladies in this one as well. And so, if you want to see some guys um, look completely ridiculous and have quite a few laughs, I really highly recommend coming down and come down early because this place only holds 800 people. So, but I don't know, it holds quite a few people. So make sure you come down early, get a good seat.
1: <laughs> Did I hear somebody say they were questioning your 800 number? I don't know. I was never good at math. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know. Is there a plaque in there that says how many it holds? I don't remember seeing that.
2: I believe the, I believe the fire marshal has to put it in there. 400 seated, 400 seated is what I was just informed.
1: 400?
2: Yep. Yeah, unless you sit on each other's laps, but I don't think the fire marshal liked like that.
1: No, no, that would have been 800 if you had the 400 times two. My math is pretty good there, That's- isn't it? Uh, let me let me figure that. Carry the two. Yep, you're right. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna take a little break here. Get our opening market report. Then we'll visit more of these folks. They're going to have a play next weekend. The Cannon Valley players are back, all as well in Roswell at the Morristown Community Center next weekend. But right now, our KDHL AgriBoosters Boosters are going to bring us our opening market report. They include Werner Farm Seed, Dundas Quality Seed, reasonable prices. Give Paul or Gina a call at 507. Freelink's Senior Living creating peace of mind in your loved one's journey in Lonsdale and Northfield Craig Keller at the Keller Insurance Agency near Strand. Craig helps protect everything that's important to you. And Insulation Services, Inc. Give Nate a call at 507- 993- 4570 and discover all the advantages of spray
3: foam or blow-in insulation. Soybeans and corner blower, cattle and hogs are mixed. I'm John Perkins with a Brownfield Market Update. The path to higher yields is now at your fingertips. Download the Stein Seed app today and access valuable in-depth agronomic information, their seed lineups, and more. Soybeans are down modestly so far today. Brazil's record harvest continues to move forward with the Brazilian bean meal offers now well below the United States. That's pressuring bean meal, at least to some extent. Export sales are up on the week, but lower than average, mainly to China. March beans are down one and three quarters at 1532 and a half. May is three and a quarter lower at 1524. March bean meals down 20 cents at 492.90. March bean oils up four points at 6208. Corn's down as the USDA's Ag Outlook Forum is projecting an increase in planted acres and projecting the second largest crop on record. Export demand for U.S. corn should improve, but the pace remains far behind last marketing year. March is down seven at 653 and a quarter. May corn six and a half lower at 652 and three quarters. And wheat's down with more precipitation in the forecast for dry portions of the U.S. plains. Export sales are up in the week, but Russia continues to hold most of the global market share. March Chicago's 24 lower at 714. Uh, over with a, uh marketing year high for export sales, May cottons up twenty six points at eighty two forty two, consolidating. March rice is down one and a half at sixteen seventy nine and a half. May's up a penny at seventeen o two and a half. Live cattle are down, and feeders are up ahead of this afternoon's cattle on feed numbers. Also, direct cash business this week has only been very light, so there's still more to be done. April live's down 12 at 165.20. June's 30 lower at 160.97. March feeders are up 5 at 189.27. April's 5 higher at 193.72. And hogs are mixed ahead of this afternoon's cold storage report. April's up 42 at 86.62, and June leans 15 higher at 104.10. Crude oil's lower. Follow us on Twitter at Brownfield, John Perkins, Brownfield. AM Minnesota on the Mighty 920 KDHL.
1: We are visiting with some gentlemen who are a part of the all-male cast play, Cannon Valley Players, in Morristown at the Community Center next weekend. All is well in Roswell. These gentlemen are at the Community Center in Morristown. I'm sitting in our KDHL studios, beautiful, spacious, new studios just off Central Avenue in downtown Faribault. And we're going to join him on the phone line again here. Who's on the phone now? Hello? This is Mark Morris Scotty. Yeah, Mark, tell me a little bit about, uh, about your role in this play.
2: I am a male character in this play this year, and I am start out as a very young man out of high school, and I'm uh, kind of smitten by a young gal that uh, we are kind of courting, to say the least. Oh yeah. And we're 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 two of the first people, two of the first people that actually see this so-called unidentified flying object. So we're a little scared, a little intrigued, and uh, um, it, it shows throughout the whole play.
1: So is this rated G for general audiences or what? Absolutely. Rated G. Bring the family. Do you get a lot of kids? Yes, we do get kids that come. Yes, absolutely. No, they can follow it. you're saying. Well, they
2: can. Yes, they can. And they'll get a kick out of some of the, the effects that the gentlemen have come up with.
1: <laughs> How bad. Uh. <laughs> so who's your love interest? my love interest
2: well her name is marty and uh she is well to say the least a little larger than myself um but she is supposedly the love of my life
1: okay who plays her
2: uh courtney raymond plays her in the play and he's he's actually a young gentleman from the community here quite a bit younger than me actually but uh he huh. is my darling sweetheart in the play.
1: Yeah, and, and you're just out of high school in the play.
2: Yes, uh, to start with, we are. But in the uh, middle of the play, when we go to break, uh, when the play comes back, it's 10 years later. So instead of 1947, we move up to 1957 in the second half of the play.
1: Because you were taken away by the aliens and lost 10 years or what? No, so we weren't taken away. It's just
2: the town has realized what's happening all of a sudden, 10 years later. Some secrets are coming out,
1: I guess. Oh, okay. Where do you come up with these plays?
2: Well, uh, the group usually gets together, and there's a group of them that look through a lot of books. They look through a lot of uh, uh, of things and then kind of look at the characters in it. They look at the amount of characters in it and... Uh, different things and they see if it would fit our our cast and what we have for for availability
1: are you part of that i used to be part of
2: it yes this year I, i i did back out i have been backed out for a couple years here and uh but this year i got a phone call and said they needed somebody to play a part again so it wasn't hard to convince me i guess
1: and you said only if it's a guy
2: Well, I didn't say that because, you know, there's something about going to Walmart and buying a set of nylons as pantyhose, that kind of, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh,
1: You want to pass the phone on to one of the other gentlemen there?
2: I sure will. You're going to be talking to Chris
1: Anderson. Chris Anderson.
4: Yeah, how you doing, Lori?
1: Is it Chris or Cliff? Chris. Chris. Is Cliff there?
4: No, there isn't one.
1: Oh, okay. I wrote it down wrong. I'm sorry. I thought he said Cliff and it's Chris. Chris Anderson. So what do you do in this play, Chris?
5: I
4: just got a very small part as a federal agent at the Hmm. end of the play. A federal agent? Yep. So
1: how'd you come up with that costume?
4: Oh, I try to be like men in black, you know. Come in there with some glasses and say
5: a
1: few words and leave. That's it? Yep, 14 lines. Well, that wasn't hard to memorize, was it?
4: Well, I'm still working on that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you are? Yep. When did you guys start rehearsing? When did we start? Months and a half ago? Yeah. About, about a month and a half ago. Okay. <laughs> you rehearse uh, every night of the week or once a week or how does that work? Wednesday nights and uh Sunday afternoons. Okay, so twice a week for a month and a half is the rehearsal time. Now, nobody else is sitting in the room there, Chris. You enjoy doing this? Absolutely. What is it about this you enjoy so much?
4: You know, getting
5: everybody together and so it's about having a good time with all the guys
1: and for, for the community now I have to say when I used to be in plays many moons ago, my favorite part was the cast parties. Do you guys have cast parties?
4: <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I get Old the town s- helps us take care of that so that's another sponsor
1: uh, I, I guess I guess it seems to me. That maybe every rehearsal's a party for you guys, right?
4: Yeah, uh, it can be.
1: <laughs> I don't think you've ever had a time when this was not packed, right? People come from not just Morristown, they come from all over.
5: Absolutely. It's always packed. Every show we have.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Is uh, anybody else there that would like to visit with me this morning or? Are they
4: all feeling? Yeah, kind of- Mr. Larson, I want to talk to you,
1: Chuck. Hi, Gordy. Chuck, how you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic, and you're still go ahead, go ahead. you're still you're still kicking. You're still doing these plays.
4: <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm, I'm still kicking. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder, but uh, yeah, they still let me be in the play. It <laughs> keep giving me a smaller part every year, but uh, probably a reason for that.
1: No, now what? What? Uh, what part do you have in this one?
4: I play uh, kind of a Barney Fife character. Uh, starts out, I'm Deputy AG. AG is what I go by. And then, as Mark mentioned, ten years later, I uh, became the sheriff.
1: So, do you do the same things that Barney Fife does? You're saying the stutters and stuff.
4: Probably, yeah. Normal. Normal. <laughs> <laughs> These guys won't give me a bullet to put in my pocket, though. They don't? <laughs> no. <laughs> they will not even give me a cap gun.
1: thought maybe you had lasers or something. You know, you're dealing with Martians.
4: <laughs> they wouldn't give me a laser, either.
1: Or... Maybe it's not Martians. Do they mention this in the play, where these aliens are from?
4: Just that they're aliens. You know who wrote this play? Yeah. He was a fellow named uh, Michael Druce, D-R-U-C-E.
1: Has he written a lot of these type of plays?
4: Not, uh, I'm not really aware of them, so I really don't know Um okay. There was something I think in the book that said he's certainly been involved in adapting some of these plays for stages like we like we use. Right, but I, I don't know much more about him.
1: This is an audience participation kind of play, like most of your plays, or not?
4: Well, I'm hoping the audience takes part a little bit. In the past, you know, they used to throw coins up on the stage. Yeah. No. Um, That's been kind of uh, defrayed over the last couple years because we can't see the coins coming at us. Um, But yeah, they take part, and of course, there's there's a handful of ad libs during the play and inside jokes that especially community members would uh, recognize. Uh Ah. We get a few more, uh, few more uh, laughs from the audience because of them. Sure. And nobody's really safe on stage if. uh, if you've been here for a while and been involved for a while, you might get picked on a little bit.
1: Chuck Larson is with us. He's one of the members of the all-male cast of the Cannon Valley Players. All is well in Roswell. It's it's back this year, folks, and the performances are again win, Chuck.
4: Probably oh, start next Friday, uh, 7 o'clock. That's March 3rd. And we perform twice on Saturday at 3 o'clock and 7 o'clock on March 4th.
1: Nothing on Sunday.
4: We just break the stage down on uh, Sunday. Okay.
1: So the performances are welcome Friday to come night. And help. What was that?
4: You're welcome to come and help break the stage on Sunday. <laughs>
1: That's next weekend, folks. first weekend in March. again, the proceeds benefiting various causes around the Morristown area. Any idea how much money you guys have raised over the years?
4: Holy oh, folks. hang on, just a sec. It's about 5,000 a year. Normally, about 5,000
1: dollars a year. And how many years has this been going on?
5: by 18 18, 18 18.
1: So you do the math, folks, 5,000 times 18.
4: Yeah, and most of that money goes back out in the community. There's been uh, thousands of dollars gone out to all the community charities that we can uh, come up with. What a great Churches idea! School, quite a bit.
1: Yeah, what a great idea to do it.
4: Uh, you know, swallow it's your- a great idea. It's a great tradition. We pa- we packed the room uh, for all three performances, and yes. people love it. And all of us kind of, we love doing it, too.
1: Yeah, you swallow your pride for a couple hours and get some laughs.
4: Absolutely, absolutely. Frankly, we don't when I to... pass... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, when I pass this down the line to Danny Morris, who's been a longtime actor for us, and uh, you can drill him.
1: Oh, I don't know if I want to necessarily drill him, but... <laughs> <laughs> Here he is, Danny Morris so what, morning Gordy how are you doing I'm doing well that's fantastic what do you do in this play um
5: I also was uh, asked to come late and I'm a lady this year um I come at the end of the play like Chris Anderson does and I've got all the four lines oh. and I get. Did- Gordy that by Friday I'll almost have them learned
1: Uh, I sure hope you I mean we've had how many weeks of rehearsal here you should have it down by now (laughs) yeah that's right
5: But uh, yeah I got talked into being a lady this year and my wife said again I've got more dresses than she does
1: so that's a hint hint you know Uh, that's a hint hint that's right Yeah, absolutely so tell me about your character, if you would.
5: I'm just a character that uh, I come in at the end. I got killed in a car accident real early, and I come back uh, when the alien is uh, pretending that uh, I am an, I'm the wife of moon, And so I, I just come back in and say about four lines, and, and I walk away. But, but I'm kind of like a ghost that comes back.
1: Oh, Okay. So there's an alien in this play, too, who plays the alien.
5: Brian Brian Dale plays the alien, and and, uh, he's always a a hoot to see what kind of a costume he comes up with, and so we're all waiting for dress rehearsal to see what he's actually going to look like.
1: Well, you haven't seen it. Not yet. We haven't seen any of the
5: costumes really yet, so that's always uh, a laugh in itself. The last week of practice, see what everybody dresses up like, yes, absolutely. So
1: you have to come up with your own costume.
5: Everybody comes up with their own costume, and and, uh, yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Nobody knows what anybody is going to look like hardly until that last week of of rehearsal. And some of them are coming in already, you know, with with some of the props, but uh, the props will be coming in this week.
1: So can you tell me a bit about your costume? I'm not exactly sure what it's going to be.
5: All I know, it'll be a dress for sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what else.
1: Oh, okay. You haven't figured that out yet.
5: We got a, we've got a week, Gordy. I mean, that's a lot of time.
1: <laughs> and dress rehearsals beginning this Friday. Uh, actually...
5: We got rehearsal Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of, the, of next week, and we, we practice every night, and so, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Dress rehearsals begin next week.
5: Yep, that's right. Thursday,
1: well. Again, Cannon Valley players, all male cast play. that has been going on for quite a while. It was resurrected 18 years ago. It was, uh, refresh my memory, guys, was this back in the 50s that it started? Back in the 50s, 60s, Mr. Larson was, was it in the 70s too?
5: He said yes. Um, we, we asked Mr. Larson them questions because uh, he's one of the older guys here. And the oldest. The right? oldest. And he's probably taught us in school, just about every one of us. And so when you call him Chuck, we call him Mr. So, but yeah, there used to be a group that, that did this every single year down in the old, old hall. And uh, we resurrected it in 2005 when Morristown had the sesquintennial.
1: That's right. Um, pardon? I said that's right. I remember that now. Yeah, the sesquintennial.
5: Yeah. And uh, actually, uh, North Morristown Lutheran Church, they was going to have it, and they asked a bunch of us to come in and help them. And, and uh, so, yeah, the sesquintennial in 2005 is when it was resurrected. And ever since then, except for one year, it's been going on.
1: Yeah, and that was because of COVID. I do know there was talk about dispersing, but a bunch of you guys got together and said, no, let's keep it going, right?
5: Every year they say, well, this will probably be the last, but then come December, let's find a book. (laughs) And uh, So yeah, they go looking at different books and, and stuff
1: and keep going. In performances are next Friday and Saturday. There are two performances on Saturday, one performance on Friday night. And where can people get tickets? Can they buy them in advance, guys?
5: Uh, I don't know about buying No, nothing in advance. Everything is uh, right at the hall here, at the door.
1: So you want to get there early, you're saying?
5: Absolutely. there's there's people that come an hour and a half early just to get good seats in front and a lot of times them are the people that get uh, harassed a little bit <laughs> and uh, so yeah no there's a lot of
1: people that come an hour hour
5: and a half early absolutely
1: there isn't a bad seat in the house there though right no no it, it it's they're all up front up
5: close and and uh, good lighting and so everybody can see. Everybody and some, they can see some things that you don't want to see. And (laughs) some of the guys that are dressed up like ladies, it's amazing.
1: Yeah. So should I bring my Dramamine or something? Uh, well, I don't know about that. (laughs) Pepto-Bismol or? Yeah,
5: Pepto-Bismol maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) said see things you don't want to see. First thing to Anyway. The all-male cast, all is well in Roswell next Friday and Saturday. Now, when it comes to dispersing these dollars, have you already decided what's been earmarked, or does that happen later?
5: Well, nope, We get together a couple of weeks after the play or so, and, and uh, we just sit down and, and disperse. them. we know where we've given last year and the year before, and so... That's what happened.
1: Does the whole cast determine that, or
5: everybody that wants to come down comes down to that? And yeah, most of the cast usually comes down to that.
1: Well, that's pretty cool. Who wants to tell me about the set? I'll pass it on to to Kurt, and then he'll pass it on to uh, Tim Dale. Aha, uh-huh. Kurt. Yes. Can you tell me about the set, please. Well, the set is set up uh, with a mine
5: in it, and uh, mountains, the guys did a wonderful job of painting it, because we do all their own setting, too, and some guys are very creative on what they can come up with. I'm just amazed. I just stand and watch most of the time. I do a little bit of painting, but it's not the artist work that the rest do.
1: Oh, so these are really good-looking mountains, you're saying?
5: Oh yes, they're they're really good. Windows and the curtains and um, rock and everything else is—it's just amazing what these guys come up with.
1: Huh? Awesome. Only got a couple minutes left in the show. Is there anything I didn't get the word out about that I should have here, guys?
5: I'll give it to Tim.
2: What do you think, George, Tim? If you don't mind, I have a synopsis on this. If you don't want me, if you don't mind me reading it, sure, go ahead. All right, All's Well in Roswell, isn't it, by Michael Druse. After an, I, I'm sorry. After an unidentified flying object crashes onto a ranch near Roswell, New Mexico in 1947, ranch owner Ulysses T. Boone has his hands full trying to deal with the press, government authorities, his own family, and Jake, a mysterious ranch hand who has been living on the ranch for the past 10 years. It turns out this is not the first time T. Boone has had a close encounter. In fact, Jake is a space alien waiting for a ride home. Aided by a nosy science fiction writer, agents from Area 51 are about to discover T. Boone's secret. With only minutes to spare, everything hinges on a third-rate film company to to make a cheesy science fiction film and create a diversion.
1: That's the whole kit and caboodle there. That's the basic synopsis of the play. <laughs> lots of laughs, folks. You're guaranteed to get lots of laughs. Do you guys have concessions at these plays?
2: Yes, we do. We do have concessions. Um, and, and it is a bar provided by the Commercial Club in Morristown. And I suppose you want to talk to Mr. Morris uh, for Morris...
1: And, and Sun Seed. Sure. What you got going on over there at Morrison Sons these days? I've got uh, about 30 seconds.
2: About 30 seconds. We'll make it real quick then. So, we are Calvin Asgrow dealers, and have been for 35 years now, and also took on a dealership with Pivot Bio Proven, which uh, actually provides nitrogen for the corn by taking it out of the air and providing it to the corn. So, uh, a new product like that, uh, but otherwise we still do our seed treatment, and we have test plots every single year this year where I think we'll be testing over 45 different
1: products. Awesome. Hey, thanks, guys, for joining me, and break a leg, as they say, okay?
0: Thank you. Yeah, you bet, that's... new. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.